Hello, my friend. I am Sam Goldsmith, and this is Namaslay Type A, the podcast for women who slay at some things and suck at others. You might be sucking right now at giving yourself a break about creative writing, producing content, or writing a book, and you're going to love this episode where I am joined by a wonderful lady called Andrea. Uh, Eigenram. She is joining us today uh, from the US and is a certified empowerment and writing coach. She is also an international best-selling author. She's a motivational speaker and a metaphysical advisor. She facilitates workshops in person and online and does one-on-one coaching using a three-tiered approach of energy work, writing to heal, and one-on-one coaching workshops and retreats. She has seven books currently published, ranging from poetry, self-help and business with more books on the way. And she helps people find their voice and passion to live an inspired life of their dreams. She works together with people to help them make changes, uh, publish books and live an inspired life. And she says that 81% of people want to write a book, yet only 3% actually do it. So she's made it her mission to help people be in that 3% and try to increase the percentage. Her workshops and retreats help people increase self-esteem and confidence and step into their power. Sorry, she's actually from Canada. I just realized that I said she's from the US. Uh, And she's been writing for over 30 years, facilitating people for eight. She does Reiki and other energy work, crystal healing, card reading, and she helps people to connect to their spirit guide. So her mission is to help people feel important and empowered and to make a difference. So excited and delighted for you to be here. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you so much, Sam. I'm happy to be here. Great. Let's jump right in and I'll ask you to get started by briefly just sharing your story and how you arrived at this message that you're sharing today. Well, I was, I was thinking about that before we started and just trying to, to make a, a concise Coles Notes version, right? So it's, it, when I was younger, I, I had sort of a rough go with a difficult and abusive childhood, which then, of course, went over into a lot of my relationships. And it, it led to me abusing hard drugs for quite some time, but I'm coming up um, next week on 11 years clean. And I had dreams of being a writer since I was three. And, but through all of those dark times, it sort of got pushed by the wayside. And then when I was in a 12-step program, I was introduced to a writing group at a treatment center, and I started running my own once I moved. And just found the the healing through creativity was so inspiring and getting to watch people heal and get that self-esteem. And, you know, it helped me through a lot of dark times that I was going through where I was feeling, you know, suicidal and hopeless and whatever. And so that's why now, because I've been through that now, my mission is to give hope and help people feel important and not alone and like they matter. Help them to to find their voice and, and be able to express it and share their message and experience because so many people need to hear what people have to say. Oh, I agree so much. Such a beautiful message. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really really rewarding and fulfilling to be able to help people and see these different transformations and everything because you know, so many people they they feel alone with a lot of these struggles and stuff and then when they can realize that 
you know, there are other people that get it and just seeing the connections that people can make, it's really beautiful. It really is. And I feel very fortunate to be able to, to provide that for that space for people. So. Mm -hmm. I love that the central focus of your work is around helping entrepreneurs get really clear on what they want and where they're going with a particular focus on the creative writing um, process and support with the process of getting a book out there. So many of us feel this burn within that we want to share a message, that we want to create a book. Why do you think that is? Well, sort of like what you had said um, in my bio there, uh, I find it really interesting that they did the study where 81% of people want to write a book, but only 3% do. And, you know, that comes from a lot of fears and doubts and self-esteem and self-worth. But, you know, as human beings, we have this desire for a legacy and to be able to touch more people than we can one-on-one. -on -one. And writing a book and sharing that message, it, there's something magical and vulnerable about sharing our words and thoughts and our heart to the world, right? And intrinsically, people want to help others and share what they know and what they've experienced. And so books have this permanent sort of nostalgia and it's almost romanticized and in my opinion for a good reason I, I love falling asleep you know with the creases of a book on my face and that kind of thing and you know it's like when you look at it all the top business people um, the ones that are really slaying their careers and everything they read so many books every year so that they can absorb the knowledge and then you have the other end of the spectrum with fiction books where people can be transported to another world when this one that we're living in can get so overwhelming sometimes. And, you know, it, it helps people just have a little bit of an escape and, and daydream a little bit with words. Right. Mm, I love this, the spirituality focus that you're bringing to helping entrepreneurs and authors to bring that information out because I love reading books myself and I read tons and tons of books every year. And I'm just thinking as you're speaking about, why I'm reading those books and the information that I'm gathering for my own life from them. And I think that there's just a key thing about thinking who is the audience that we want to serve and who are we here to help and writing that content to help that person rather than worrying about selling X number of copies or people judging you on what you've put in that book and um, all of those kind of things that maybe are not recognized in a non-spiritual coaching fashion if people are working with somebody else about getting a book out. Um, so what do you see is the biggest barrier to moving from having a message in our minds or in our hearts into actually producing a concrete book? Well, it's, it's really interesting because like, like what we mentioned, we can, we can be our own worst enemies so often, right? And the things that I hear the most are, oh, I can't write that book. It's all been said before, or no one's interested in what I have to say. And, you know, one of the things that I really would love to have your listeners really take to heart is that no one has your voice and your perspective and your experience, yet so many people can relate to things. You know, when I, when I sit in workshops and I, I sometimes have the most unlikely mix of people. I see a business person in tears because of something that a drug addict has shared about heartbreak and disappointment because we're all human with human struggles and seeing strangers bond is a definite highlight for sure in what I do. And, you know, watching people realize their words have more of an impact than they realize is so special. 
And so often people get started and then they separate from spirit and then they move into ego and fear. And then their words never see the light of day because they're too much in their own head. So, you know, it's the overthinking that causes so many troubles for people and causes so many blocks. And I wanted to share a quick story is that recently I had someone speaking to me about their book and they weren't sure that anyone would be interested and they were feeling sort of insecure about things. And it was a man who was divorced with struggles and he wanted to write about his transformation and help give other men strength and courage to get through these things. Right. And in the workshop, like then he ended up doing the free fall process that we do and he actually ended up channeling the entire introduction for this book and he was the only man in a room full of women and all of the women connected so deeply with what he wrote just this introduction and they couldn't wait to hear more they were like oh you need to write this book you need to do this and they weren't even his target audience and so words connect people and we're all human with insecurities and vulnerabilities and you know, getting caught up in, in, oh, I, I can't write this. You know, people don't want to hear this. People do. People really do. And that's, that's something that's really important is when you can connect to spirit and have spirit speak through you, your words will connect to thousands of people. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that story. That's just got me so excited and feeds in so beautifully to the next question that I wanted to ask you because in our community, we're really focused on bringing about a deeper sense of peace and helping um, our tribe to release resistance. And so many of the high achieving successful women who resonate with this work have a tendency to apply that type A drive to pumping out the content for their blogs or their websites or their um, projects and coming up with new ideas. How do you believe that we can choose to work with spirit in the creative process to make that easier? Well, the the process that I teach a lot actually is one that connects you directly with spirit. It's we we do a five or ten minute meditation, and I believe you're going to offer some of that to to your your subscribers as well. And you know, you you do this meditation that really it gets out of, it gets you out of your own way, and then when you can do that, you're quieting your mind and you can ask for guidance and ask to just step out of the way and speak from your heart. And when you can think of one person that you want to touch and write to her, then you can really make a big impact. And, you know, I always say to people, take nature breaks because your best creativity comes when your mind is occupied with something else and set aside that time for self-love and you know fill your cup so that you actually have more to give to others because you know when when you can take that time for self love then your creativity is much more willing to sort of show up and people connect with you from where you share from so if you're engrossed in your type A productivity it'll be harder to connect with others from a calm love filled place you know that peace and serenity that you talk about but if you come from that grounded place of self love and peace it'll be easier for them to connect even deeper to your words and to your message because you'll vibrate love right to their hearts and it'll be like it'll be sort of on a subconscious level and I write my ideas down so I don't lose them. And then when I can really center myself to connect quietly to spirit, the words just flow so much easier. And I know people can connect to them so much easier because of it. 
Mm, and it's really important to have those practices around actually helping and training ourselves into that because some of the people that are struggling with these type A tendencies have never given space or time to have a, a spiritual practice or even a, um, a ritual practice to help get into that state. I know many women I've spoken to that are very involved in yoga community and things like that. They've said for years they were just even pushing through with their yoga and they were in meditation, but they were applying those perfection, got to do it, got to get it right, got to do it. <laughs> tendencies to their yoga you know so, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one well, and, and I find some I, I meet some people and they have the same thing with their with their meditation they're like oh the thoughts came into my head I'm not doing this right and it's like no if if you just accept the thoughts and let them go then you'll find a whole lot more peace and your creativity will want to work with you you know it'll want to show up and and be like hey this is cool let's work together right <laughs> Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on why you why you believe some books, despite having amazing messages, never really cut through the noise or break through to people and get heard while others just take off like wildfire and have a life of their own. Well, I think that's sort of in my mind it's almost has like a two two types of answers for that. Is the simple answer is because of marketing. You know, 10% of what you do with writing is the writing, but 90% of them is the marketing. Once the book is written, that's when the real work begins, and most authors get scared off at that point. And so then their books fizzle. But if you can nurture sort of the, the community and, you know, really build these relationships, then word of mouth travels faster. You can get into more places to to have them share your blog or sell your books or anything like this. But if if all you do is write the book and hide, then your book doesn't stand a chance. But sort of the, the other side of the coin is from a deeper, more spiritual place. I think it's about mindset and vibration and belief in yourself in the book. If you put it out with confidence and passion, people will resonate with that and but you must increase your self-worth and feel deserving of that success because if you know if you're feeling like I've just written the most awesome book ever I need to get it into the hands of as many people as possible then you're willing to put in that work for the marketing but if you're like oh I don't know if anybody wants to read this then you're not going to put the put as much effort in and so then your book you know isn't isn't going to be able to take off like wildfire it won't have a chance right and so i think the answer to why some books do so well and some books don't lies somewhere sort of between the two that if you can find a balance between that that you can really really hit it out of the park so Great. And um, finally, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on how people who are listening at home might get started if producing a book is a goal, or even they're not interested in producing a book, but they're just creating authentic, heart-led content that inspires and lifts, uplifts their audience, whoever that might be. Bearing in mind that we know that we have to bring value to others and that determines the results that we see or whether that's business or um, book revenue. What are your thoughts on um, how we might get started if we want to produce a book or a block of content that serves our audience? Well, the best way, <laughs> it's going to sound kind of cheesy and silly, but the best way to get started is to start. Um, you know, be consistent and write every day, even five minutes, because it trains your creati 
creativity to show up. You know, it's the, a lot of people will stare at a blank page and get in a state of panic. But one thing that I recommend to people is, you know, I, I have a community that gives different daily prompts. You can find them online as well. And, you know, it's you just start with a prompt and you just write. And you accept that not everything you write is going to be, you know, New York Times bestseller material. But if, you know, I heard it said once that if you write 100 short stories, the odds are a lot higher that you'll write something good than if you only write five, you know. And so if you can quiet your mind and meditate, you know, prior to, to writing and really connect with your heart and then ask for guidance to get out of the way so that you express what your audience needs to hear, not what you want to say. And then you can stay out of your head and don't overthink it and, you know, just be gentle with yourself. And, you know, the, the biggest thing about publishing too is you have to remember you can't write, you can't write and create with the same brain as you edit. So when you're writing, just give yourself that chance to just write and take care of the spelling and grammar and syntax and all of that after the fact. But just get it, get it out of your heart and onto the paper and, you know, let go of that perfectionism like what we were talking about, you know, and just let it happen. And because you can't, you can't publish a blank page. You can't create from a blank page, right? So just let the, turn the tap on and the water will flow. Mm, such an important distinction to just get those ideas out there rather than letting that inner critic override what you're doing and going into those you know spelling errors and phrasing and things that you can go back and fix up later I love that yeah so guys that is all we have time for today as usual my special guest will be sharing her secret source information after the tape stop rolling specifically for our uh, unique audience and if you are part of my mailing list you'll be receiving that if you are not please jump over to my website www.samanthagoldsmith.com and jump on that list you can also download a free copy of a brand new ebook that i put up there and um, andrea will be sharing her creativity meditation with us exclusively for people um, who receive that so please make sure that you jump on and get access to more of the beautiful work and words that that she has shared with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been um, a beautiful conversation. I know it's going to uplift and help so many people. Thank you so much, Samantha, for doing what you do and for inviting me on. I feel honored to be part of it. Thank you. So welcome. And guys listening, I'm granting you full permission to go out there and be your unique, fabulous selves and absolutely namaste the shit out of anything that sets your heart on fire right now. Talk soon. <laughs>